Welcome to the Practice Advantage Podcast. I'm Dr. Justin Manning, and here on the podcast, I interview experts from within and outside the eye care industry on the business management topics and advice that matter most to you, your practice, your patients, and your success. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another special edition of the Practice Advantage podcast, coming to you live from the PECA annual meeting in Palm Springs, California. On today's special episode, we are going to listen in on Dorigo Rem's president and CEO, Alessandro Barantes, talk on analyze, implement, and grow. Let's dive in. Uh, Alessandro Baronti, I'm actually from uh, Florence, Italy, so I have this little bit of a of an accent that you guys probably know this. And uh, if I talk too fast, please give me a sign and I'm gonna kind of uh, slow down. Uh, I'm gonna present you today a very interesting topic about uh, um, analyze, implement, and growth. It's, um, it's very uh, boring, it's very, there is a lot of uh, kind of analytics, so I'm gonna try to make it fun because actually my personality is, uh, is uh, I have an expressive personality. And, uh, but I try to kind of adapt to the different type of uh, concepts that are very relevant to our industry. So it's very important to understand the business that we're running. How many doctors we have in the room? Can you please raise your hand? Okay, great. And how many office managers do we have in the room? And you know, no matter which position you have in your practice, I want you to envision yourself as a um, Think about your favorite sport, right? It can be basketball, baseball, football, whatever it is. I want you to imagine that each one of you has a role and a position in your practice, right? Every role and position is equally important to really make this uh, practice uh, achieve a success, right? So, and we're gonna talk a little bit about, the, about that in this training and then other training of mine go more in, in depth about this information. But, one of the things that is very important to understand is that our business is uh, extremely unique. It is a combination of medical and retail combined together. And if you find a way to, to really fully understand both segments of the business and to really fully understand on how to leverage on both segments of the business, your business is going to, to flourish. And I'm going to help you today in, in understanding what are the relevant uh, KPI for you to monitor to be able to understand your business. Now, after you understand the KPI, you need to, um, to really put a note to this important factor. 60% of the revenue of your business is going to be generated by the optical department of your business. 40% of the revenue of your business is going to be generated by the medical part. Now, the two of them, as I said, are connected together, right? So we need to keep uh, striving to look at ways to keep increasing the medical revenue of your practice. And I hope as a, as a doctor, you're focusing on uh, medicalization of optometry and keeping yourself up to speed with the newest and the latest on how you can strive in this segment. And at the same time, we need to focus on the expansion of, uh, of retail, right? Both to be a service center, but what I also like to define as, uh, as an opportunity to create uh, 
one memorable experience at a time with every single patient of yours. That in that same space of yours, as they transition from the medical area into the retail area, that patient of yours is actually evolving into a patient consumers. Have you heard what I said? Patient consumers with, with completely different expectations as a patient, or even on a higher level, right? So you did a great job in the medical lane to take care of that patient of yours as a doctor. Now they're becoming a patient consumer. So we really need to really strive in making that memorable experience. So we need to have a goal, right? And, uh, and a goal to really be able to deliver a very specific, uh, specific vision, right? Now, when you, when you set yourself goals, the other things that you need to do, you need to put in place a plan. What that plan will do will uh, generate uh, idea, an idea. I use idea, and I'm not using ideas. I use ideas because I think it's important to focus on one thing at a time. Because if you put too much stuff on the table, you're going to get confused and nothing is going to get done. So one idea, one plan, one idea at the time, and we're moving into implementation and we deliver a vision, right? If, you, if we don't have these together, it becomes just a, a dream, right? A dream, I would like to do this, you know, I would like to go there. I would like to go to Italy, right? What is that lady that I was talking earlier today? So, you know, it's, a, it's very important to be able to implement, uh, implement this, uh, this uh, path. Oh, we have a white screen. Okay, so I'm gonna cover two segments in this presentation. The first segment are key progress indicator, also defined as a KPI. Many of you probably are more familiar with the word key, perf key performance indicator. And then I'm gonna transition in the last segment of the presentation about uh, customer's lifetime. And I like to use the differentiation of the word between patient and customers. I also like to talk about the medical practice as a medical practice and the optical boutique in the same type of environment. Let's get accustomed to this concept, right? Today is not good enough to be a great doctor. It's not good enough. Today you have to be a great doctor and a great business person. And if you're not, make sure you hire as a doctor, make sure you hire a great practice manager to help you to run your practice, uh, to run the the financials. So the key progress indicators and um, what it's important to monitor in your practice to make sure that your practice is actually successful. What are the things that today you are monitoring on your practice that makes a difference? Let's do this uh, together. What do you think are the most relevant uh, key performance indicator? Revenue per refraction, absolutely. Why do you feel that is important? It allows you to make the most out of information. Yeah, absolutely. What else? Yes? Capture rate. Capture rate. How many of you guys are monitoring the capture rate? What is the average capture rate of an independent opt optometric practice in the United States? 
I'm sorry? 60%. It's about 60%. You're right. And how many of you guys are at, at average level? How many of you guys came to this uh, seminar today to learn on how to be average? <laughs> and uh, we should all be at 100%. As a matter of fact, we should be at 120%, 130%. How do we achieve that? By selling multiple pairs, right? Now, if you don't know where you are, how can you expect to know where you're going if you don't know where you are? That's why the key performance indicators are very important. What else is important to monitor in your practice? I'm sorry? Cost of goods. Cost of goods, absolutely. When you do your P&L at the end of the year, you're going to find out the things that are mind-boggling. Let me give you an example. Do you know that the average optometric practice in the United States spend over $50,000 a year in shipping charges for all of the equipment and frames and lenses and contact lenses, office supply? So when you do your P&L at the end of the year, make sure you go through the P&L and look at these specific indicators. Now, if you realize that you're spending $50,000 a year in shipping charges, what is the next thing that you will tell to your practice manager? Let's make sure that we focus on identifying suppliers that they offer free shipping solutions, right? And so on and so on and so on. When you start to really analyze the numbers, the numbers are just numbers. But if you start to look behind the numbers, they give you intel that is critical to be able to improve efficiency of a, of a business. Another KPI that is very, very relevant for you to monitor, along with the capture rate, obviously, and everybody knows what capture rate is, right? So we're on the same page with that. So let me give you an example. If you, uh, as a doctor, you, you schedule a, a medical exam to do a contact lenses feeding, that's not capture rate. You're just doing a contact lenses feeding. If you do not capture that patient, you are actually creating an opportunity for others to fulfill that prescription. Capture rate means that you're doing the feeding and then you're actually capturing that patient with a, a six months supply of contact lenses or a year supply, or even better, a, a pair of uh, sunglasses that goes along with the, with the contact lenses because 24 hours after your patients are doing the feeding with you, that same patient is going to buy a pair of sunglasses in the market for an average price point of $19. So what is that telling you? We create the need, and the want is fulfilled by what? By a gas station, a department stores, to buy cheap sunglasses. So for me, a contact lenses patient should buy a pair of uh, Plano sunglasses and a pair of uh, blue blocker. I will, I will make it like the goal of my practice to be able to educate, not to sell, to educate the patient on what is best for them. Because what we do in our profession, we do not sell, we educate. We're not here to prejudge or assume, we're here to educate, right? So, very, so that's capture rate. When you really capture the entire transaction, not only in the medical, but also in the retail. Another important factor that is very important for you to, to measure is the average frame transaction value. Not frame and lenses, just the frame. Why is that relevant? 
How many of you in your practice do over 70% of your business with vision managed care? Can you raise your hand? 70% is pretty much the norm. Just between, uh, just between VSP and IMED, they drive about 60-70% of your patient flow. So if you do an analysis and you realize that the average frame transaction in your practice is $160 on the material of the frame, what does that tell you? You're not upselling in a vision managed care environment. So consequently, 40% of your profit are eroded by vision managed care. If you do 70% of vision managed care, the average frame transaction of material is supposed to be above $200. That's when you get out of the, of the completely cover to the co-payment and, and really making some, uh, some profit. We want to make profit, right? We want to take care of our patient. We want them to use their benefit, but we want to make profit, right? Another relevant factor that we need to monitor is uh, the sales of multiple pairs. Do you monitor that? Folks, the sales of multiple pairs average in the United States is less than 7%. If we take the time to educate our patient, Think about all of the technology and the innovation that there is today in our field, in the lens segment, and think about the leverage with the fashion as eyewear today being embraced and perceived as a fashion accessory. How many of you guys have more than one pair of eyewear? I travel personally with three pairs in my briefcase. At home, I have a showcase in my bedroom. I have at least 100 pair of eyewear. Every single morning when I, when I put my clothes on, I just pick one that fits my, my outfit. And uh, so, you know, it's very important to, to storytell and to educate about what is best for, for your patient. How many of you guys are monitoring the sales of, uh, of uh, Plano and prescription sunglasses in your practice? That's another important factor, you know, and. Uh, and if we don't sell them, once again, we get the opportunity to somebody else to sell them, right? All of these sunglasses stores that, uh, that we see everywhere in the malls, in the shopping center, for my point of view, if you want, my opinion, are a sign of, uh, of our failure to educate our patient. Those places should not be in business. If we do, we are the final destination for eyewear, for eye care. And are prescription sunglasses part of, of, of a need of our patient? Do we believe in that? So let's create a KPI to be able to understand where we are and where we need to do. Less than 27% of quality prescription sunglasses today are sold in independent automatic practices. This is a trillion dollars business that we're leaving on the table for others to grab and prosper off of the work that we do. You create the need, somebody else is fulfilling the want. So monitor the KPI to be able to help you to understand where your business needs to go. So when we monitor a KPI, I think it's important to create a benchmark, right? So the number one step is create a benchmark, and the second step is create a realistic goal and expectation. So you probably use a different type of software system that can actually help you to monitor different uh, 
different data in your practice. I'm not going to get into that or I'm not getting to suggest in any specific uh, uh, system. But you need at least six months of data to be able to create a benchmark. Ideally, a full year of, uh, of data. So let's say you just close uh, you know, the year and you have all of the analytics from, from, 2000 and, uh, from the year before. Now you can use all of the analytics to be able to create uh, a benchmark. You know exactly what happened to your business the year before. And now you push reset and you start and you monitor your data every 30 days. And I hope that every 30 days you do your staff meeting. And during the staff meeting, you monitor the progress of your data. Like, for example, we realized that our capture rate, it's a 50%, right? We talk about it. We understand why we think we're at 50%. Maybe we even go down to different type of uh, associate in the practice to understand uh, you know, what everybody is doing and how everybody is performing. And now we set a goal. So we're in May, we set the goal for the next meeting in June to move the needle, to move the capture rate from that level to one point. Has to be realistic, because otherwise if you create an unrealistic goal, like for example, we're at 55% capture rate, we need to move at least a 70% because that guy with the Italian accent said that we wanna be more than average, right? You cannot move from 55 to 70 in 30 days. It's impossible. So then what happens, you create an unrealistic expectation, your associates are going to get defeated, and then they're going to think that, you know, I cannot do that, right? Instead, you know, one or two points at a time to be able to move, uh, uh, to move uh, the needle. And, and I think it's important when you identify this factor also to create um, incentive uh, for your staff not for them to oversell, not for them to do the wrong thing, but for them to embrace. And an incentive, it can be, you know, something, uh, something very simple, or it can be a spiff program that you want to associate to specific product uh, segmentation. If you've enjoyed the Practice Advantage podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. And if you want to take your practice to the next level for the sake of your patients, your team, your community, and your bottom line, give us a call 1-800-959-2020, option three. See you next time.